Welcome on Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, joined by Justin Wells of Inside Texas. Uh, this is the rap reactions. Uh, Justin, the day after uh, Texas beats uh, Kansas State 33-30, to 30. it's a tough win for the Longhorns. It looked like the game that they had controlled for most of the game, for three quarters at least, was slipping away out of their fingers. But somehow, some way, this Longhorn team finds a way to get it done. Malik Murphy leads the team on a go-ahead score late in the fourth quarter, the only score outside of a turnover-induced uh, touchdown in the second half for uh, Steve Sarkeesian's squad. Then K-State comes back and, and ties it. We go to overtime. Uh, the Longhorns uh, kick the field goal after going three and out. Subsequently, uh, the uh, Wildcats move it down to first and goal, but uh, Chris Kleiman, uh, the uh, Kansas State uh uh, head coach decides to go for it on fourth and goal. And I tell you what, uh, that was ill-advised. I listened to uh, yesterday afternoon, I listened to Will Howard in his post-game talk uh, with K-State Media. And the quarterback said that he was expecting man coverage from Texas on that fourth down play. And instead they got cloud coverage and his first and second receivers were closed. And then the Texas rush just got to him. Uh, your overall takeaways from this 33-30 win uh, for the Longhorns, Justin? Um, a weird game. You know, there were times that Texas was just absolutely dominant. And even in the times in the game where they weren't dominant, they were still the clearly the better team. They outmatched, they outplayed. Uh, and then the miscues kind of started. It's almost like they kind of shoot themselves in the foot a little bit. Now, I give Kansas State some credit. They, they're resilient. They play hard. They, 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 they came back. You can get up big on those guys, and they're not going to let up. And they didn't. You saw that come to fruition. Chris Kleiman does a great job. But, Bobby, I mean, this game should not have been close. And I know we've said that before in certain games in certain years, but I can't remember a game more than this one where that held true. It just – and I don't know if it was because Malik Murph, they, they made an adjustment early on, Kansas State did on the defense, and so anything Malik was getting early, he was not going to get later in the game. I don't know if it was the uh, stubbornness to run the ball more consistently or, you know, just just dumb mistakes. Quarterback play was less than par, Bobby, and, and we, we should have expected that. You know, he, he had a good game against BYU, but it was inferior talent. Kansas State had a much better secondary, and and honestly, he almost lost it. You, you're, and that's where Quinn Ewers. I think if Quinn Ewers is a quarterback, this is a 21 point win, and I think Texas kind of goes goes through it with not much headache. But every game on the remainder of the schedule that Quinn Ewers doesn't start is going to have some sort of vibe to it, like this one. I feel like I I, I agree. I, yesterday at the game, I mean. Uh, they went uh, – Kansas State went man coverage against the Longhorns. Malik Murphy ate him up. Uh, then they started going and they bracketed Xavier Worthy for much of the second half. A.D. Mitchell still ate. You know, he, he still killed it. Uh, but uh, it seemed to slow down Steve Sarkeesian's passing attack and really get uh, Malik Murphy uh, a little uh, some fits. He then started turning the ball over. Uh, you know, I think you and I and, and everybody watching expected Malik to turn the ball over a couple times. He actually threw two interceptions that could have been four. Uh, I mean, it, they hit Wildcat folks in the hands. But what was uncharacteristic about Texas on Saturday, Jonathan Brooks's fumble. 
they couldn't have someone compound the problem, right, Justin? And that's part of what sparked that uh, K-State comeback. However, I want to say this. The defense rose to the occasion. You and I talked about it, and Jerry, Rod Babers, everyone, Eric Nalene, we all talked about it all week long. Texas had to first stop the run. The fact that Texas stopped the run so effectively made uh, K-State almost a one-dimensional team. And you know what? For better or worse, I mean, K-State moved the ball that way afterwards, but it, they didn't score enough, you know, and yeah. uh, Longhorns end up winning uh, in overtime. Uh, what was your thoughts on a couple of players in particular? I want to ask you about that, that supported that run game. In particular, Tavondre Sweat and Jalen Ford, I thought, had great games. They did. I, I like what uh, uh, Byron Murphy said yesterday after the game. He basically said, look, you know, we know we knew Kansas State came in with the top five, top ten rushing offense in the country. We knew kind of that they were going to come in and be ready, and it, we took that personal. You know, we took that as a sign of we have to come out as the aggressor. And I think that's what we saw, especially in the first quarter. I mean, the defensive line was absolutely ragdolling a decent Kansas State O-line drawing stuff from Cooper Beebe, who's going to put probably the best interior offensive lineman they're going to face this year. Devondre Sweat, you know, he's a monster. He, <laughs> he really is. He's a monster. It's it, it's it's past Halloween, and he's still dressed up. And so it, it, it it's unique. I think Jalen Ford getting that fumble, I think, got some of that confidence back. You know, he had that one bad game not too long ago, and, and I think he's made more than made up for that. I think he feels like he's – build that role and that vibe. And, and so just give that defensive front a lot of credit. Anthony Hill, I thought Maurice Blackwell is doing exactly what we thought he would wind up doing at Texas. And that's doing some stuff as a twitchy hybrid outside linebacker, you know, sometimes safety, sometimes special teams guy. But if you let him spy your quarterback for a few drives, that quarterback's going to have hell. And I think the Texas defense rose to the occasion. Yeah, I thought it was very impressive uh, what they did on defense, especially against a run, a, a team that has had its way for most with most of the Big 12, uh, as a matter of fact. Uh, hey, uh, before we get, keep going, we want to talk a little bit more about uh, not only the defense, but also the offense and special teams, because Burt Auburn uh, came out and talked to the media after afterwards on Saturday, and we, we heard from him uh, yesterday as well. Uh, but first, I want to say thanks to our sponsor, and that's Adam Lowy at the Lowy Law Firm. He's been helping injured Texans for decades. You can reach Adam at 512-280-0800 or reach out to him via um, online, lowylawfirm.com. That's lowylawfirm.com. He'll give you a free consultation if you've been injured in a car wreck and or on the job. Give Adam and his group a phone call, 512-280-0800. We appreciate them very much. I, uh, Justin, I'm still hoarse this morning uh, from yesterday. A lot of screaming, uh, you know, Really crazy. Texas absolutely suffocated K-State in the first half, but only went in up 17-7. to seven. Um, You know, Longhorns had issues again in the red zone. You know what? But they also caused issues against uh, of K-State's own in the red zone. Um, is this a team right now, in your opinion, that Sark has talked about winning versa with, with versatility? Is that is this this team's mo now that they're not just a one trick pony? They can beat you a couple of different ways and uh, and still hang on for a win like they did on Saturday. 
I think he said it. I can't remember if it was last Monday or a couple of weeks ago where they felt like they were getting better incrementally each time. And, and that's a sign of a good team. That's a sign of a growing team. Um, and that he felt like they haven't necessarily peaked yet. They haven't plateaued. They haven't hit their best game yet. And I feel like we've seen bits and pieces of that. But that first quarter, first, you know, generally most of the first half, you saw Texas playing complimentary football at its finest. And then you got kind of a lull. K-State was a good team. You know, Texas made a few mistakes. I don't it, – it, it, that's, a, that's a good question, man, because – I'm going to say this. So yeah, I mean – I, I want to put it this way. Let's, let's take it this way. Two of the last three games, after losing against OU and the defense in the final minutes, gave up the touchdown. Two of the last three games have been one-score games, and the Texas defense is what stood in the final inside the ten-yard line. Yeah. So let's let's. I mean, my point is, you also right now, when I say versatility, you have a backup quarterback now that you've won two games with, that literally had thrown eight passes prior to his starting. Uh, Texas is starting to get some real help in the return game, Justin. I mean. Uh, Xavier Worthy had a couple of nice returns, even though they gave up the block punt. Uh, then you look at Burt Auburn's performance, clearly outperformed the Kansas State kicker. They're starting to piece things together. Three, three where, phases of the game. Yeah, exactly, where they're, they're starting to piece things together. Now, that being said, is that going to be enough to get it done against TCU? Probably not, right? I mean, Texas needs more right yeah. now from their quarterback play, and they can't turn the ball. You can't win games consistently with three turnovers. No, and and that's why, you know, if like I said, if Ewers is the quarterback, I feel like this is a probably a, a double-digit win easily. Um, and, you know, the people in Vegas had it as a three-and-a-half right before kickoff, and they know what they're talking about. They know what yeah. they're doing. They're pretty you good. Know, <laughs> and, you know, Paul and I took it on the chin Friday with the round table because we both had Kansas State. I had Kansas State winning 31 to 28. If that guy doesn't shank a field goal, I'm I'm dead nut almost accurate on that thing. You would have won some money betting with my prediction. But you're right. I, I don't know if it's a versatility, if that's the word I would use. I'd, I'd say they're they're getting better at through all three phases of the game. They're playing a little bit more complimentary ball. I think Malik is forcing them to play a little bit more complimentary ball, to be honest. They can't really open it up like they want to on the offensive end. And oftentimes you see on fourth downs, Savion Red's the guy that's coming in more and more. Uh, we didn't see that near as much with yours. And so I, I think they're just figuring out ways to win at this point. I think they're figuring out ways to rally. You know, they got to make it interesting, I suppose. And, and and understandable, when you have Kevin Marr and the Big 12 officials that were out there last night, yesterday in Austin, I don't care. Listen, <laughs> you're not going to be allowed to blow out a team. It's not going to happen, man. Homeboy had a hard time, but then again, he always has a difficult time. So I think it's just a big mixture of it. Listen, they've got some good mojo going yeah. right now. They really do. But going to Iowa State, is not going to be easy. They're just not because that's a well coached. Going to see you next week's not good. None of these are going to be Texas None Tech. None coming back. None of them. T I watched TCU and Texas Tech the other night, and I mean it was rock fight basically. But those two teams have enough athletes that if you make enough miscues, 
like we saw on Saturday, you could wind up getting bit. And look, the path is there to the Big 12 championship. You want you want regret? You want to you want to really just you know have a, a bad outlook on the remainder of the season? Drop one of those remaining games because Kansas State's probably the toughest team you have left outside of the regular season. But TCU hey, has athletes. With Texas, Tech, Texas Tech is more motivated. Look, Joy McGuire's probably going to sacrifice a live chicken in that in that locker room. He'll do whatever <laughs> whatever Joe Boo and Serrano need because he makes real relationships. <laughs> and so hey, they're all losable games if they make, keep making those mistakes, Bobby. I, I agree with you. Let's get back to the, the game yesterday. Malik Murphy, final stats, 19 to 37 for 248. He started. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games off like a rock star when they had man coverage eight of 12 for i think a buck 50 in the first half uh they changed their mind after they saw donai mitchell go deep and xavier worthy go deep um you know i i give up on folks not calling pass interference against or holding against xavier worthy did you hear what did you hear what sark said about that no what what did he say yesterday they asked craig on the when he did his spot with craig way they asked about the pass interference and he said look I don't know what it is, and I don't think they do either. And I don't know if we're ever going to know. Oh, after watching the OU Oklahoma State game yesterday, by the way, Sooners lose, Aggies lose. Pretty good day for the Longhorns. Uh, hey, uh, Rangers won. It was a great week for everybody. <laughs> it was a great week for anybody that wears Texas across their chest. But my point is, I, I, I agree with you about the the. Uh, the issue uh, in pass interference. Uh, Jonathan Brooks rushed for 112 yards on, or excuse, yes, 112 yards on 22 carries. But I, I want to say this, uh, at being in the stadium as I was on Saturday, uh, maybe the loudest point in the game in the first half was either Adonai Mitchell's touchdown catch or everybody holding their breath on that fourth and one when it looked like Malik Murphy was going to try to do the get the uh, uh, first down by just a push up the middle. And Cedric Baxter, C.J. Baxter, hit that outside, and he was Katie barred the door. So, uh, good, good running game, good mix. Sark called some, called a good game at times yesterday. Not yeah. necessarily a perfect game, uh, right. but you know what? Neither did Kansas State. I mean, I'm looking at uh, the team stats right now, Justin. Uh, Longhorns hold Kansas State to two of thirteen on third down with their first string quarterback. By the way. Texas two of fifteen on third down. I was say Texas was terrible on third down. Yeah, no doubt. But only three. I mean, it felt like K State moved the ball a lot in the second half, and they did. 
But only I think it was the turnovers that gave them the field position that helped with a lot of that too. They right, scored in bunches. It felt like they had a barrage within like two and a half minutes. And then anything before and after that, Texas had held serve. Yes, I agree. That's exactly what happened, Justin. Um, the the fumble by Brooks, the interception from Malik in Texas red zone. They they had the uh, touchdown at the end of the third quarter. Those were what twenty one points or twenty points, I guess, because he missed the extra. Or they didn't get the extra point off. Uh, but the, those things added up, and you know, lucky that didn't happen the first half because it would have been a long way, long uh, long way back for the Longhorns. Uh, had it not happened. All right, uh, I'm looking at the overall stats. Texas called for 10 penalties. I think four or five were motion penalties uh, pre-snap. Uh, not only Jake Majors, but Cam Williams. Cam Williams got the start uh, for Christian Jones. I will say this. Cam Williams was not perfect because of the penalties. He is going to be a whale of a player for the Longhorns. He, he in that offensive line, I thought, really made a difference. Malik Murphy, no sacks. They gave up no sacks on Saturday. There was no drop-off at right tackle, Bobby. None. None. He, and I think maybe, uh, you know, he's just he's just one huge guy that, that can really latch on. Kelvin Banks, I thought, had a good game. Uh, it second wasn't half. Good. He had a great second half after jogging. He had to go to the locker room for a minute. They worked on that. When he came back out, Bobby, that's where they went with that off that drive. If you notice, they went to the left a lot. Yeah, they did. You're on the big boy. Yep, absolutely. Um, Justin, uh, you know, listening to Sark yesterday and the players, uh, Burt Auburn uh, was one of the ones that Sark sent out to see the media. Yeah. Uh, I think that's uh, emblematic of where this game may have ultimately been won and lost, right? Uh, Burt Auburn was perfect uh, on field goal attempts, uh, 4-4, I believe. Uh, and meanwhile – Kansas State was not. Uh, your thoughts on on Bert Auburn and his performance uh, on Saturday? You know, the kickers they 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 take a lot of crap. I, I, and I want to say this: Ryan Sandboard did not have a great day. That that kick, that punt in the fourth quarter, is what left the uh, Kansas State great field position. Uh, also getting one blocked as well. So I, I want to say this about kickers. To your point, Justin, or to our point. But mention it wasn't a perfect output on special teams total. Yeah, the punt only the punt block didn't get the check box the box checked. Kick return, punt return, kicking game, all get juice boxes after practice tomorrow. Um, that's the thing. I, I you know that I like that they brought Bird Auburn out because Sark. You know, as much as people gripe, as much as fans find everything to, to gripe about, and, and us including sometimes, us including. Yeah, we can be hypercritical. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll be the first to admit that. Um, Sark rewards players that come through, that he trusts with success. He rewards those guys. This is what I liked about Bird Auburn. They asked him, what does it mean to have Sark have that much confidence? Because, you know, you it's been a d- difficult year here and there, and only in only in little spurts. He's been pretty consistent for the most part outside of probably two games. And um, he said, you know, the Sark gives me confidence. He said, I've had a shaky season, but he still sends me out there. And he doesn't, he doesn't hesitate. Coach Banks, they don't hesitate. 
they, they, they always call my number, whether I've missed two in a row or I've made five in a row. And he said, honestly, that consistency really helps him. He, he, he knows what he can rely on. He knows he, he goes, it's just different when you know the coach has your back. And I think that's emblematic of anything in sports. And I think Sark has that with this bunch. Listen, there's a real culture there. Are there holes and things that get exposed week to week? No question. But there is a real culture in buy-in there. I do think these players do play for one another. And you, you we hear it a lot, but I do think it's real. And I, honest to God, I think that's how they've pulled out a few of these wins that they usually lose in the last five to ten years. The Houston game could have been a big L. The Kansas State game where they dominated for so much could have easily been an L with an extra point, a kick, a, a field goal in overtime. Bird Auburn is, is, is part of that core of, hey, this guy believes in me. We're going to believe in each other. And sometimes it sounds like it's coach speak. Sometimes it's a quote or a cliche. But the way and the passion these kids talk about, I've covered the games this year and seen them face-to-face after the game. They really do like each other. They really, really do. And I think, Bobby, that the Burt Auburn thing is kind of the cherry on the top of that. That's just Sark going, look, I'm not just going to love on the offense when we score or the defense when we play great. Our kicking game is the reason we won this game. And so I'm going to let Burt Auburn talk about it. So Sideshow Burt got to come out afro and all. <laughs> I've got hey, I've got uh, two things more I want to talk about. But first, I need to say thanks one last time. Uh, rapid Reactions every Sunday morning brought to you by Lowy, Adam Lowy and Lowy Law Firm. Been helping injured Texans for a couple decades now. 512-280-0800 or visiting at LoweyLawFirm.com. Uh, if you are injured in a wreck or on the job, give him a shout. He does a free consultation, no charge uh, whatsoever. That's Adam Lowy and the Lowy Law Firm. Uh, hey, I, we talk about all this. and We talk about the defense. We just talked about Bert Auburn. We talked about C.J. Baxter, Malik Murphy. Let me give you stats here, uh, Justin. Eight catches, 149 yards for the transfer from Georgia at nine Mitchell. About 65% of Malik Murphy's percentages. I tweeted out, Mitchell better be in Murphy's wedding. <laughs> he came through with the clutch. Not only that deep pat- touchdown pass, but also on that the, the final drive where Texas actually moved the ball in the fourth quarter to take yeah. back the lead. He was the target of the RPOs, and he he caught them, made first downs. Texas moved the chains, right? Exactly. Yeah, I thought and he had Mitchell, look, Mitchell and, and Murphy kind of have this synergy. We've seen it before. We saw it last week. We saw it again this week. And you said it that, you know, Worthy saw some bracket coverage a lot of in the you know, second quarter on when, when, when K-State made some adjustments. We'll pick your poison. That's what the job, that's what you do. You go to the other guy. And Adnan Mitchell's going to be playing on Sundays come next April. So you might as well get as much as you can now. And and, I, and like I said, Murphy, well, he made, he made, to me, the biggest throw of the game was the fourth down conversion to Jatavian Sanders. Okay? Tremendous, that, tremendous poise on that. That was the biggest throw of the game. And I said, if anything gives him confidence coming out of this W, it's that. But Adnan Mitchell, if he's not lined up over there, we are having a completely different rapid reactions. Yes, I agree. Uh, good, good. 
Yeah, I was going to come back. That was my second comment. Was the the fourth down throw from Malik? So I I actually lost my my uh, my my thought there. But look, um, Texas, uh, you know, we call these rapid reactions, but you know, in truth, we've had 12, 15 hours, whatever it is, uh, to really think about this and, and what transpired uh, on Saturday. And you know what, Justin, they're eight and one. They're eight and one. That's what Sark said. He said, "You know what? It's a lot better than being seven and two. That's and he's right. He's a he's fundamentally correct. We've seen and you mentioned this just a minute ago. We've seen Texas lose these games before. They they found a way to lose before, right? Yeah. Today they found a way to win. It's fundamentally different. And you know what? We'll see how it keeps going. They got to go to TCU this week." We don't know whether Quinn Ewers is going to be available or not, or if they're going to go with Malik, or how that's going to play out. Yeah, they've but, got some injuries they're dealing with. This will be a week to hopefully get some recovery done. Absolutely. All right, uh, Justin, that's going to do it for rapid reactions. Uh, Jerry and I will be back a little bit later today for grading the horns, uh, and then obviously we have the live stream tonight. Not only myself, but Rod Babers, Jerry Hamilton, alongside too. All right, Justin, I appreciate you, man. Uh, you know, big win for the Longhorns yesterday. Uh, this has been Rapid Reactions brought to you by Adam Lowe and the Lowy Law Firm. For Justin, I'm Bobby Burton. Hook them.